Welcome to the Women on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Sam Saperstein. Today is another mentor moment, and this one is around the topic of reviews, particularly mid-year and end-of-year reviews. We had this question from one of our listeners, which was this, feedback is important to growth and the formal mid and annual review process can be confusing. Could you speak to appropriate preparation for these reviews? What should you expect from each and what is the appropriate planning to do? I love this question because this is something that we all go through on a very regular basis. And while some companies may have more or less formal processes, the need to actually get feedback and go through reviews is common to all of us. So here's what I would say. If you don't have formal reviews mid-year and end of year, think about how you can initiate that with your own manager. Even if it's very informal for you, You should ask your manager for feedback at least at these moments of time, if not all the time. And just as a step back, I want to say feedback really shouldn't wait until mid-year or end of year to be delivered. So if you think there's feedback you need to hear, or if you're a manager, you really should make sure people on your team get the feedback in real time when they can do most of their learning and when it makes sense. I like to tell people that if they're surprised by feedback at the end of a year, then the manager really didn't do a good job of letting that person know in real time what they had to work on. So make sure you're getting that feedback around the clock. However, those mid-year and final review times are really good stakes in the ground and formal periods where at least you can have documentation. So let's talk about that documentation. Everybody should make sure during the year they're really keeping a good record of what it is that they accomplished. It's very easy to forget some of the smaller things that we did, some of the interactions that we had with our peers or colleagues or clients. So you should keep documentation for all the things that you did achieve during the year. The second thing I would say is that all the feedback and these processes really rely upon having very clear objectives and measurable outcomes in the first place. So when you're thinking about these processes and even thinking about a new year, work with your manager to understand what it is that you should be accomplishing and make sure you're very clear on what outcomes will be measured and how you're going to contribute to those outcomes. Okay, so once you have all that planning in terms of your objectives and your planning to document, now comes time for the reviews. When it comes time to thinking about your reviews, we're often asked to do a self-assessment. And it's really important, especially for women, to do a very thorough job at your own self-assessment. There's been research suggesting that women don't often play up what they've accomplished as much as men do. And when I say play up, I mean just even making sure you're being very fact-based and you're very proud of what it is that you accomplished and you're writing that down. So don't be bashful about your goals and what you've achieved. Talk about what you did specifically to accomplish those goals and how you moved your business forward. Now with the mid-year review, that might be a more informal process. You might not actually have a written formal assessment. But it's a good time still to have a check-in with a manager and even verbally discuss your objectives, understand if you're on track with them, and if not, see about areas that you can course correct. Now is the time to agree on the things that you need to do so that by the end of the year, you are on track and you can accomplish your goals. For the end of the year, this is where you really do want that record to speak for itself. So again, make sure you've been documenting, make sure you take a very careful look and really write a very robust self-assessment. 
know, those self-assessments become part of your record and you never know when they might be used for job placements or for other recruiting tools. And so you want to make sure your full record is there. Now, once you've gotten your review at the end of the year, hopefully you've gotten feedback that feels very fair and actionable and that it reflected your actual goals and your performance. Many times women get what I would call feedback on soft skills, on their executive presence or their communication style. And I think that's fine as long as it also comes with feedback around performance. So make sure you've gotten feedback that's very performance and outcome driven and that's feedback you understand and that you can actually take action upon. You do want actual feedback and meaningful feedback so that you can grow and get better. And I know feedback is sometimes not fun to hear. It's sometimes not fun to give, but you really should think of feedback as a learning tool that is helping you to get better. You know, as a manager, I've generally found that giving areas of feedback, maybe two to five different things to my employees, really feels like the right amount. Not too many things that feel overwhelming, but it also shouldn't be too few things where employees feel like they're not growing. So think about those areas that will be important to you to ask and to get feedback on. I had a manager tell me once that not only is feedback a gift, but it's also very critical, and here's why. You might not always hear feedback, but it doesn't mean people aren't thinking about it. And you never want to go too long in your career or in a year without understanding your blind spots because those blind spots can actually come back and really impact the jobs that you're able to get down the road. So ask for that feedback, make sure it's very fair, very actionable, and then it's all documented in your plan. You might be hearing this mid-year as you go into some mid-year review process. And if so, I hope you're starting to prepare for that. And given what we discussed today, think of this as a great learning opportunity. The mission of Women on the Move is to help women in their professional and personal lives. Our goal is to introduce you to people with great ideas, inspiring stories, and a passion to make a difference. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe so you won't miss any others. For J.P. Morgan Chase's Women on the Move, I'm Sam Saperstein. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC.